group discussion there's only a few of us so we'll do our best to help trisha you're part of the group discussion good okay so um Arunaben had a question really good question so i'd like Arunaben to ask the group the question okay um so my question was that as human beings, we are products of the nature. Um, we are the products of nature and nurture. So as we grow up, well, that was my understanding for a long, long time. Uh, that, you know, as you grow up, child, children develop through what they are exposed through nature, which is the genetic or the biological component. And nurture, as in the environmental factors like parents or siblings, uh, the home, you know, opportunities that you provided with through in life, whether it's through education, uh, wealth, all of that. So that that's all kind of as you're growing up, those lots and lots of factors make up in the development of a human being. And, and as we grow up, you know, we are what what we were exposed to as children. That's what we look at as adults. Um, and, but since I've been, you know, joined these classes and particularly that, that one chapter is kind of stuck in my mind where it says, in, I think it's in chapter four. Um, yeah, chapter four, the composite personality. And we talk about how, uh, if so, human beings, it says, you know, that the, the, the supreme, the composite personality, the supreme self, Atman is the core of your personality. The Atman enlivens the body to perceive and act and enlivens the mind to feel. And so what it's saying also, it goes on to say that it'll depend upon one's inherent nature, which is the Vasanas. And if the Vasanas are basic nature is good, the expressions will be good. If bad, the expressions will be bad. So that got me thinking that it's almost like saying this seems to suggest that if you're born with, and I think I have spoken about this before, um, if you've been born with bad vasanas, and vasanas to me from my understanding is now that um, it's something that you are born with from your previous lifetimes and it, it's part of um, un, unmanifested desires. So you would be born with a certain amount of vastness or the type of vastness that weren't fulfilled perhaps as you're going along from each lifetime. So that seems to me a bit separate and that is what make up your personality. That's what uh, Vedanta seems to be saying. But my understanding was uh, until now is that, you know, you are part, it's nature and nurture what makes you a human being. So then where does this two meet and do they meet in any in, in form of understanding? Or are we saying that our vasanas or what we are born with through these various lifetimes are then exposed to the nature and the nurture? And that also then 
influences what we become. I don't know if you if I'm being clear about my question, but that's been my kind of yeah uh, yeah. No, it's pretty clear. Does anybody has that, yeah. does anybody has have any uh, clarifications to Runabin in understanding the question? So I think correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, what you're saying is uh, you're born with vastness, and then you've got. Um, when you're born, you have your environment. So what role does that play? Yes. Yeah. And how does it interact with vastness? And also the fact that um, we the, the biological component is a big thing, you know, and I think in, in um, especially in, when I was studying psychology, it, it makes a big makeup. It, you know, we talk about that quite a bit, that mm. um, all of that plays a big factor. And to children as well as they're growing up, the nurturing that they receive, all that plays a big factor. So that's what makes us who we are. Um, and some people have very good opportunities. Some people, they don't because of where they are at that moment in time. But I can also see where Vasanas could play a role, but I'm not, I'm just not, what, what does, what's Vajanta's take on that? So the, that's what the relationship, you're looking to understand more yeah. better the relationship between mm. Vasanas and nature and nurture your environment. Yes, yes. Would that be right? Yeah, thank you for putting it much better. Okay, that's all right. That's my job here. It's everybody else's job to answer now. <laughs> so, yeah, very good question. Um, who would like to uh, add to that? Any sort of um, your thoughts, then we can, because um, I don't expect anyone to just say, yeah, it's this, this, and this. Yeah, but it's, it's the process of thinking which helps you. Have a little think. Relationship of vastness with your environment, your nature and nurture. How could it, uh, what kind of relationship could it, could it have? Any idea? Uh, could you maybe argue that depending on your vasanas that you're bringing into this world, that would determine the environment in which you're born into and the society um, which you would be surrounded by during this lifetime. Yeah. In order to fulfill those desires. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, you're absolutely right. Um, you choose your parents. Parents don't choose you, you choose your parents and the environment based on your vastness, based on your desires. Yeah, so you're absolutely right there. So then the other part is the environment. Um, it's a bit more complicated that unfortunately, but you are, that statement you've said is correct. Yeah. 
you choose the environment based on your vasanas. What else? We can take this question as deep as possible or, or keep it at a surface level. You know, we can spend an hour on this question, no, not a problem. Um, but we want to keep it simple so that uh, we have an understanding of it. Yeah, Cyril has something to add. So twins that have been born into the same environment, so no two people have the same fasteners. We're all individual. Um, and twins are born into the same environment, have the same nurturing, same DNA from the parents because they're twins, yet they lead even identical twins, yet they lead totally different lives and actually have varying personalities and things. So you're right in saying, Tisha, that actually, although the Vasanas are there and that's predetermined their environment that they're going to be placed into, The nurturing that they have received would primarily be the same because they're in the same household. But the outcome is very different still for each individual twin. But then the question is why those parents then? Why that environment? And why would two people with different sets of vasanas uh, be born to those parents? So the question would be, one, what desires they both have, whether it's going to be surfacing or unmanifest, okay? And what was their cause and effect to lead them to the life that they're having now? Okay. How would that look like in practice? Like, say, for example, could you give us an example like of how that would look like then? When you say look like, what do you mean? So when you say causal effect, I'm thinking, um, so two sets of, a, a set of twins, two, two different individuals with different yeah. vasanas developing their different personalities. Why would they be born with those parents and... Uh, in what what um, what is going to be achieved by being born to those set, that set of parents and not another set of parents? Yeah, are they going to be fulfilled more of their desires by being born with those parents? Is that it? Well, it's it's going to be something that I don't know is is whether we'll have an answer for it. But the but from my understanding of what Vedanta says. It's, it's an accumulation of all of your desires. Yes. Yeah. And if, for example, majority of their desires were the same, yeah, then that's why they are in that environment to enable them to fulfill them, yet they have different personalities. Mm. 
Because at the end of the day, the purpose of our life is more about Vedanta saying that the purpose is to um, exhaust your vasanas, exhaust your desires. So in that respect, I, I'm, I'm thinking that I'm, I'm born to this particular set of parents because somehow, somewhere, it's been decided that by being, being in this particular environment, this situation, I'm going to be able to better exhaust those vasanas. Is that the idea? You know, it just makes you think, why, um, it's just very curious, why are we where we are, in, in a sense? Not necessarily, and I'll, and, I'll, and, and I'll give you an example towards the end of the class that makes me question that, what you just said. But let, I think let's have this discuss it first, and then you can maybe come back. Because I've, I've often wondered, you know, and, and a long time before I joined Vedanta, because I've I brought up four boys, and I think how come they've had the same um, um, upbringing in a way? You know, as parents, we've been the same, more or less. They tell you something different, I'm sure, for children, all children do that. But the point is that if you've been the same kind of parents, and I've always been fascinated, how are these children end up so with different sets of behaviors, different ways of behaving, and, and different interests, all of that? Yeah. 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 Good. you got anything to add? Your I'm going to add to that. It's like when your twins are born to one parent, so they're using the same engine, but the destinations are different. So one end, so we are carriages of that engine. One carriage can be dropped off in Birmingham and one will continue to Scotland. So because of our desires, we end up at different places. But collectively, initial desires are the same. And because we are nurtured by our parents, very in confined spaces till the age of seven, we are the biggest influences. And maybe they chose us because we could be the best influences in their lives at that moment in time. And then once they go to school, they are interacting with different people. So then their nature's beginning to change. They're becoming themselves. They have to start thinking for themselves once they step into school or those sorts of environments. So then the desires start kicking in because a lot of children have, um, I, I brought up children, my, my grandchildren and also like Aruna Ben, observation on different children's behaviors, wants, needs, satisfaction are all down to their manifested desires. That's why nurturing and nature are very two different things. And if we think of everybody's destinations are different, then that, I, that is how I sum it up. Because that question comes to me as I was born to a particular family where my grandfather was a priest. My, my mother's parents were very religious. When I ended up getting married, I got married into a family that also had a higher priest. And, you know, they also were very, my, my father-in-law and my mother-in-law, in, in their way, they were quite religious as well. So it brings to me that if I have a desire more for self-release in my 
ways of wisdom, my spirituality. Maybe that's why I chose these things. And I ended up here. But we don't know this till one day that realization becomes your reality. Okay. So, I don't know. That is how I feel. And you're no, still in search. That's fine. Thank you very much. That's very good input from Shilohan. See, this is, the, this is the problem. It's difficult to explain this particular relationship. But we will try. We'll try our best to, to have some clarity. Um, total clarity, it's difficult unless you get deeper into this, your own wisdom. Yeah, it's own wisdom. This is uh, part of the, your own spiritual development. And I'll come to that at the end. So anybody else would like to add anything to that? environment, how much does it affect you? Your desires. So if someone ends up, someone, you have lots of desires, yeah? I'm just putting it out here. You have a lot of desires for traveling, for whatever. You end up in prison wrongly or rightly accused. What happens to those desires? The environment is no longer suitable for those desires. What happens then? So they're unmet, aren't they? They're unfulfilled. So my question to you is, does the environment make a difference? Your desires. I'm just putting it back out there for you to okay. think. Maybe that environment will make them start thinking and changing their way of thinking for the better or for the worse, depending on what desires they came with. So if they start bettering themselves, they'll be quicker. Yeah, but then, you know, I mean, we don't want to go there because the, the, the issue is that the criminal, when he comes out, if he's a criminal, the chances are he'll commit crime again. The, if prison worked in that way, we wouldn't have any criminals today. So his desires are again going to be influenced by that environment, basically. This is why you asked the question, so I'm throwing it there as a example what happens in yeah. this situation so all the time the environment makes a it has an influence yeah it does because part of your question is is nature nurture influence our vastness mm. and how really how yeah so the answer to that is that the nature the, the environment makes plays a huge part isn't it? So we, we've come to that conclusion, correct? Yeah. The environment does make a difference to your vastness. Mm. So why does it make a difference? Or how does it make a difference?
So we're getting there slowly. It's part of your personality, isn't it? It's your the person. Your personality is going to be influenced by a certain aspect of your environment. So if you're in a prison, depending on your personality, what will you'll be drawn to or not, or who will be able to influence you or not, depending on your uh, inherent nature. So what's your personality? Is based on what? Um. That would be, I would, I would say, it's a, it's a biological thing. Your nature, yeah. Your vastness makes your nature. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. So are vastness affected by your environment and nature and nurture? Yeah. yeah. It is, isn't it? Mm. Would we agree? Would you, would you agree, Trisha? Yeah. Should have been. Because I've only got you two. <laughs> <laughs> so I can only ask you two. <laughs> As well. <laughs> yeah, so can we? This is a Roman's question, so that's you know, as long if she's the only one there, that's fine. But, um, so the environment does make a difference, yes. But does genetics affect how does um, the genetic component how is that influenced by the vasanas, or is it influenced by the vasanas, or are we saying they're one in the same thing? So let's let's stick to the original question. Right. Okay. Rather than um, adding another, because um, I think we'll come to that. You'll you'll come to that answer as well. Okay. So, a child is born in born with its own inherent nature, its own vastness. As Sittle said, two children to same parents can be totally different. And I think you all um, agree, two children, Shilabin, two children yeah. to the same parents can be completely different, right? Very, very different. <laughs> Thank you. One child can become a doctor, the other a businessman, actor in the movies. Yes. You know, in the movies, they have um, certain movies where they show one brother's a priest, the other one's a convict. Nature, nurture. Yes. Same. Same what mother's milk. Yes, yes. It's and also influenced by other people. And then what desires you've come with, you're going to branch off. So both children has the same care, food, home, schooling, same nature and nurture. So why so different? Maybe one thing. Could we say, sorry, could we say it's an external environment as opposed to the home environment that could be restrictive or accelerate your actions? So, okay, that's, we're talking about environment again. So we'll come to that. That is a factor. So same, so I'm taking it one step at a time. So we all follow. Same schooling. So therefore, nature and nurture. So why so different? Initially, it's the vastness, the temperament. If you take an example of a tree, it comes from one trunk, but then it branches off to different branches as it go higher. Yeah. So you could use that analogy as well. 
Well, yes, we can, but I have a better analogy. Okay. Stick with human beings. So why the difference? Has to be vasanas. Yeah, vasanas. Has to be desires, which is why it's so different. So let's say we're born with X amount of vasanas. You're born with X amount. You're born with X amount. Everyone's born with X amount of vasanas. So even the two children in the environment in that with, who are born to a particular family will be born with different vasanas and different amount of vasanas. Can we agree with that? Yeah. And also, now that uh, you've been coming to these classes, we have a choice. We can either add more vasanas or reduce our vasanas. This Sunday, we're going to be talking about uh, the free yogas, which helps us reduce our vasanas. But most people who are not privy to this knowledge will add to their vastness. More equals better. I want more. To reduce vastness, it takes effort. And then the understanding of why you want to reduce them. Otherwise, most people will just want more. So everyone's adding more vastness. So we can say nature and nurture, or the mahat, which is the environment, has an influence on the vasanas. Remember the prison example I gave you? Person has certain vasanas, but he's in prison. The environment affects his vasanas. Which we've come to that conclusion, haven't we? So, how does it affect? Depends on the strength of the vasana, the strength of that desire. How strong is it? Some vasanas are strong, some vasanas are weak. Give you an example. You have a desire to eat meat. Your friends eat meat. They go to the McDonald's and order a burger. But you are born in a family that's vegetarian. Pure vegetarian. So, up to the age of 13, 12, 13, your environment plays a big role. Why? Because you're not free thinker yet. Yeah. You're still restricted by your influ influence of your parents. They listen to your parents. So therefore, you're influenced by your parents. So you may not eat meat because you've been taught not to eat meat. By the time you age 13, 14, if that desire is very strong to eat meat, you are now free thinking. Your intellect's available to you now. You will reason, just because they don't want to eat meat, why shouldn't I eat meat? I don't have to follow what they do. I have a desire to eat meat. 
You go out and eat, you'll go out and eat it. If the desire is strong, you'll go out and eat it. Or if it is not so strong, the influence of the family and your environment will have will stop you to eat that eat meat. Meaning it will be either be eradicated temporarily or permanently. Does that make sense? Yeah. But the environment makes a difference. Up to the age of 13 or 14, when the intellect's available, then you start thinking for yourself. You start reasoning for yourself. You start making the decisions. That's when ch children, well, I used to anyway, not listen and go out and stay late and party and so on. Didn't listen to parents. I'm thinking. If they go to bed at nine, why should I go to bed at nine? And that's how children behave. They're now asking questions. Why? Why shouldn't I meet? You've got to have a strong answer for that. So it depends on the strength of the desire. So coming back to um, two children born into one family, it depends on the strength of their, their different desires and different desires manifest at different times. New desires are starting up, they have different friends different influences. They no longer listen to mom and dad. They listen to their peers, to their friends at school, college, teachers, different influences. Slowly, slowly what the parents say start fading away. They become their own personality, their own nature. And that's when their personality manifests. Initially, the person, when they're born and they're children, they have certain personalities, you can, you can tell, but not the extreme personalities. That only manifests later on when they have that freedom. Is that okay? I don't know, does that make sense? So the influences are to Basnas, the environment, new desires being added all the time, also cause and effect. These are the forces of play. So the problem we have is that we look at this life as I was born in 1970 and when I die in 2040 or whatever, 2050, that's my life over. What we fail to do is look at life as a continuation from the first time we were born to the end. And if we do that, then the whole journey, cause and effect, is affected to us. Whatever cause we put in, we have to deal with the effects. Not only this lifetime, the last lifetimes as well. It's a continuation. Each, every 70, 80 years, you're changing your clothes. That's all it is. You're changing your body. That's all it is. Does that make sense? 
Death is just change of body. You leave your body behind and you get a new body. But the personality is still the same. Your vastness are still going from one life to another. You're still the same person. You may look different. You may be different color or married, you know, uh, born to a different family. You may speak a different language, but you're still the same personality. So this is the problem. We look at our life as only this, this particular life. So you've got the forces of cause and effect, new desires being added, environment, all these things affect the vastness. As environment changes, different vastness manifest. You don't know what tomorrow will bring, what vastness will manifest tomorrow. I'll give you an example. I don't know if I'll ask you now. Would you like to go scuba diving? What would you say? Tomorrow, let's, would you like to go scuba diving with me tomorrow? What would you say? I think if I was younger, yes, I'd love to. <laughs> okay. You say no, probably. No. Next year you go to the Bahamas or Maldives, to the scuba diving classes in the hotel, and you see people of your age taking part. That desire, which you don't have right now, yeah. manifests. Mm. Why don't you join us? But can I join at this age? Of course you can. There are people older than you. Mm. Suddenly, yes, why not? A desire manifests to scuba dive, which isn't there right now. Correct? Mm. Yeah. So your environment, the, depending on the environment, Vasanas that haven't manifested will manifest in that environment. You don't know what Vasanas you have. So there's a lot to this question. I can carry on and on, but it will only complicate, you know, you have to grow with the understanding yourself, but I'll cover it up to that. So to the answer to your question, does nature and nurture influence our vasanas? What is the answer? Yeah, it does. Heavily. Mm. But I like what you said about we don't know what our vasanas are. So it's like it's almost as though given the right set, set of environment, we could easily be, be, you know, do something which we never thought we would do. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And it's a resultant vasana. You've got to remember it's the resultant of all your vasanas which brings you to this point. Yeah. And you don't know what your past lives, what um, causes you put in. Yeah, that's very interesting. For the effect to be now. But what you do have control over is the causes that you put in today. Mm. That's the difference. The past you can't change. You have to live that now. But today you can put the right cause in so that it influences all your vasanas for the future. For example, these classes you're learning and studying this subject, as you start practicing it, that will influence your vasanas.
Does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. So it's a combination of things. It's not clear cut. So who you hang around with makes a difference. What who you know? Um, what what experiences you have makes a difference. You know when they say sattvic, rajasic, tamasic. So if you read but if you listen to bhajans, if you read uh, spiritual books, yeah, and you watch Mahabharat on TV every day, what kind of influence is that going to have on you? <laughs> I'm just making a point. I'm not saying you should go and do this. Yeah. So what you contact makes a difference. Your experiences. Well, then in, in chapter 18, is it? I can't remember. Uh, Bhagavad Gita, it, it lists everything that you should and shouldn't do. What's sattvic, what's rajasic, what's tamasic. And um, so that you stay in that spiritual focus, you know. Mm. This is why the scriptures help us to gain knowledge and wisdom so we can then live a more spiritual life. So whatever vasanas we have, we can start um, changing them for the future. Anybody um, would like to add anything to that or have a question? Does that, does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, what you've said definitely does, yeah. So many factors. But then, the, okay, so do you want to talk about, uh, she has, um, we read, uh, this is our, one of our gurus, Swami Tapavan. Yeah, we read a lot of his books. And so we'll just tell you briefly about his life, which will um, give you a better idea of what you've asked. So how is it spelled? T-A-P-A? T-A-P-A-O-V-A-N. Okay. Is he on YouTube at all? Yeah, yeah. You can see his life biography. Okay. I must say before, uh, sorry, Shita, before you go on, um, I was listening to YouTube today to gain some kind of a different understanding about Vasanas. And I got different variations of understanding from different people. Yeah. And that kind of confused me. And I thought, right, I'm, I'm going to go back to, um, because I just thought if, in my asking of my question, it would be good for me to do a little bit of research as well. But it, I must say it threw me a bit because different people came at it from different angles. Yeah. Um, I would stick to one teaching for the time being. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just for that clarity. And then you can, you know, I mean, we don't study this book in the ashram, but I'm studying it outside. Right. Um, okay. so once you have the basics, then you can re listen and read to other teachers. Yes. Yeah, because yeah. They, they may come from a different perspective, you see. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. So we're having an intellectual study. They may be approaching it from a devotional perspective, which have, yeah. may have a different meaning. Mm -hmm. So. Okay. So um, 
Swami Tapuwan, he, when he was born, he was born to a very affluent, influential family. And um, his parents wanted, um, so he had a brother. They're not twins, but he had a brother, a younger brother. And the younger brother uh, eventually went on and um, became a lawyer. But um, Guruji, he never actually had the same upbringing, everything. But his vasanas were always for spirituality. Mm. And all through his life, up until his parents were alive, um, his father actually wanted him to go to school, so he sent him to school, but Guruji left school because he felt it wasn't for him. He didn't leave education, he still studied, he studied at home, but he studied what he wanted to study. Okay. And he, um, his family wanted him to get married, so all of the pressures were there. And, you know, up until um, his brother, so his, his mom passed away when he was quite young. His father then passed away when he was in his 20s. So he had to fulfill his responsibility towards his younger brother up until his younger brother finished his education and was married and established before he left home. And... If we're thinking about his environment, he was an individual who had everything. Yeah. If we're thinking about money, education, influence, he could have been whatever he wanted to be in the world. The day he left, he gave up everything. And he became a sannyasi. He even gave his glasses away because he didn't want anything from the world that would influence him. He lived in the Himalayas. He begged for his food as a sannyasi. He had no possessions whatsoever. So Here's an individual that would say to you, doesn't matter what environment you're in, what's your vastness? Mm. And would therefore say to you, be careful of what desires you encourage and inflame, because that will be the product. And in his books, he talks a lot about what, what, he's been gifted with now must have been because of what cause he put in before. Previous vasanas, yeah. Previously. Yeah. So the strength of your vasana, how strong is your vasana? If it's really strong, like it is for Swami Govan, the environment has no effect on you. Mm -hmm. he, he was, he didn't go to school, but he was highly educated. He wrote articles for newspapers in English. So he was highly educated. He used to give lectures. He give, used to give lectures. But he had only one main strong vasana was for reaching the self. 
spiritually, naturally. Fulfilled all his responsibilities and left. So how strong is your vasana? Mm. It's so strong, do you want anything to come in its way? And that's why his, that's why his books are so inspiring. But um, in order to read the, um, certain books, we need to learn the basics, which is what we're doing now. So once we learn the basics, the terminologies, etc., then you can pick up other books and they, you, they'll be easier to um, understand. Simply because the way Swami Patasat has written all his books is very logical. It's very clear. So um, you can easily follow it, like what we're doing in class. It's easy to, easy to follow. It's not so abstract. We're not jumping from one thing to another every week. We're building up slowly. So you're building up your knowledge. Um, and then once you've got that certain amount of knowledge, then you can read other, other books. Yeah. And um, you may still not understand these other books because you don't know how they're written. Spiritual books are very difficult to write if you're not, um, you don't have master of uh, the language. And that's what makes Swami Bhattasati a bit unique because he studied in England. And he's a logical thinker. So by all means, watch his uh, YouTube video of his life and things, which is very, very inspiring. Mm -hmm. But I would suggest reading the books when you have, have a bit more knowledge, only because you'll, have a, you'll enjoy it more. Mm. You get more out of it, yeah. Yeah, you'll enjoy it more. Mm. Mm. Great.